for the community. Inspire Radio. That's another favourite there, Lullaby by Sean Mullins. I love that song. It's been a um, favourite of mine for a long time and I'm pretty sure Rusty liked it as well. (laughs) Hi guys, it's nearly 11 o'clock here at Inspire Radio and this morning I am joined by Empowerment Coach and Intuitive Liz Atherton. Welcome to the studio, Liz. Thanks for having me on board. So, what do you think of Inspire Radio so far? I'm impressed. (laughs) It's very exciting to have a radio station in Rockingham. Isn't it? Yay. So, tell me a little bit about what is an empowerment coach? What is it that you actually do? So, essentially, an empowerment coach is a life coach, but I specialise in empowering people moving forward in their life instead of being gridlocked in either trauma patterns or old belief systems that don't work for them and being able to sort of move them forward by connecting in with their life purpose and life path, which is often connected in with their soul. Yeah, and are you finding people need you a lot in the moment with everything that's happened with COVID? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing how uh, the appointments have moved from, you know, sort of being able to get clarity but to really want to move forward because they are a bit gridlocked and they're having the time now to spend some time thinking and, you know, feeling um, rather than being rushed around everywhere. So um, life has changed for a lot of people and I think it's a really good reset in a lot of ways as much as it's affecting us, you know, financially, work, environments being trapped and being locked down, it's making people really start to feel how they feel and what they're not happy about. Mm, and so you're, a lot of what you do as well is helping people overcome overcome some trauma. Um, and I, well, coming back to that as well is that you have a book at the moment that's called Get Out, Get Free. And you want to explain a little bit about what the book is about and, and how you're helping people with that. Yeah, sure. I wrote this book um, about 12 months ago in order to try and help um, people that are gridlocked in either toxic or abusive relationships and give them some steps forward, um, including legal processes. Uh, Because a lot of fear that people have is um, movement forward. And when they've got a lot of other psychological, financial and, you know, emotional relationship issues, children to consider, it can be like trying to get through a swamp and you're Mm. drowning in it. And um, I've been through the process myself many years ago and I found um, the support systems weren't as... um, available I guess you know and they were cumbersome you know you'd go from one system to another and there'd be conflicting information and whatnot and not being able to actually access those when you need the service because there's so much um, requirements you know to Mm -hmm. go around to all the different services to help move you forward and so from going through that process myself I um, wanted to help other people and which moved me from just being an intuitive over to, you know, becoming a life coach and moving people forward. Mm, so a lot of um, this book is to do with domestic violence relationships? Yeah, any sort of toxic relationships. Mm. So domestic violence comes in many forms. So it's not just, you know, physical, which, you know, generally most people think it is a physical sort of um, problem, but it can come with financial controls, um, time restraints, um just in increased pressure and put downs and demeaning and discarding behaviour, um, dismissive behaviour, right through to standover tactics and control and physical harm. But you know, it it even to the extent you know it goes in through having to give up, you know, women having to give up their bodies to keep their man, you know, 
pleased and um, non-abusive and, you know, it goes very subtle forms as mm. well, you know, with gaslighting and turning things around, you know. And do you find people are reaching out to you in that sense now because of COVID there, because they are stuck home with their partners a little bit more? Um, yeah, definitely. And I do know because I am engaged with the Rockingham Council, um, their support you know, group that they have with domestic violence and, you know, the numbers of inquiries have gone through the roof and, you know, it's really sad but, you know, I'm really pleased that people are reaching out for help and support and Mm. it does take a lot of courage to get out of an environment like that when you've got financial um, control and, mm. you know, issues and children to... Especially to, children. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it often keeps you very trapped in the environment. But there's ways out. There, you know, people don't have to stay and suffer. No, absolutely. And your book is actually available for free online, you were saying before. Yes, I've actually created an online version so that people can get access to it for nothing. So they don't even have to pay. And it also keeps them safe. Mm, so that's something we're going to put up on the Facebook page, guys, um, so that you can pass this on to anybody out there that who's going to be needing this. It's um, We've got a copy of it here in the station, so we thank you for that, Liz. We're very oh, lucky yeah. to have that. Um, that's absolutely awesome. So tell me a little bit about being an intuitive. So how does that work and how do you find that helps you with helping people? Well, I've developed from I, – I became a full-blown medium. Um, well, I was acknowledged, really. I didn't really know that I had it until after both of my parents died and I had a lot of experiences with both of them. I'd also asked them to come and visit me, but um, I had a, a tremendous amount and then I decided to do a psychic development course and they told me I was a full-blown medium. I had no idea. Wow. And then taught me how to um, channel properly and and that was uh, after my mum died in 95. So I've then gone on the road of learning a lot from spirit and understanding um, and having the opportunity to... Uh, see where people's mindset is and then see what their life path is and trying to get those two parts of them melded together rather than feeling like you've got two entities living inside. So a lot of the work I have done naturally, even through my mediumship skills, has been to you know, try and help people, um, you know, come together and, and move forward. So when you say you're a medium, I know that there is there is actually a difference between a medium and a psychic, isn't there? A medium can connect with those past and yeah. a psychic more knows what's coming. Yeah, so uh, there is a difference and some psychics are actually partially mediums as well um, and a lot of psychics rely on tools whereas I don't, I only sort of channel. So channeling is where you have direct two-way communication through spirit and I get to see past over loved ones which is wonderful to help heal people that have lost someone and I, you know, pass through messages from them but I also go to their guides and give them information about what they're going through, what their life purpose is and how to move them forward. So, and and trying to get the human mind out of the way, you know, all the belief systems and all of the um, learnt patterns of behaviour and fears and, you know, self-criticism and all things that we've been shown, all our experiences and everything else help, help keep us gridlocked, but it also keeps us a, a level of safety with our life. But then sort of trying to get where we can honour our true self and, 
move a bit away from all of the brainwashing that we've had to become be able to honour and empower ourselves. I, th- I think that's the thing. It's just, there's a level of scepticism there with a lot of people that think, how can this be possible? How can it, you know, how is that out there? Because, you know, a lot of people very cut and dry. You know, we're born, we live, we pass. Yeah. And it just it's just a cycle of what it is, it is what it is. But then there is, I think there's been moments, I think through most people can say in their lives that something's happened and it's like, how does that make sense? How is that possible? And um, and I've I've had personal things like that happen to me in the past, and I tend to be more reactive on people's feelings. So I've always sort of felt like I'm a little bit empathic. I can yeah. I pick up on people's feelings, and I, it, it somehow makes me feel it makes me, it affects how I feel. But um, I'm I'm a big believer then that, that there has to be more. That the universe is just way too big. That anything is possible. So when you communicate with spirit, you have you have your own spirit who who you personally is with you is that like a family member no no you'd be surprised how many people don't have family members as guides they come in um to try and help influence you you know or heal you particularly if they've not done the right thing by you um but you do have um your own set of guides and you have like a main guide that's with you 24 7 and then have other ones that come in and go at different times depending on what you're going through like for example if you're studying to be a doctor you'll have a doctor that's a guide that's been a doctor and you know the guide doesn't have to return down here um on the earth plane anymore and they will help you with the uptake of knowledge the movement forward and you developing those skills. And then once you're developed and you're on your road, they'll disappear and another one will come in. Or And you can have multiple guides, you know. So what do you actually see when you're doing a reading? Do you actually see the person um, when you're doing a reading? So if I, if I had a reading right here and I said, oh, look, who can you see with me? You can actually see the person that I have. Yeah, so do they do they acknowledge you? Do they speak to you and yeah, or do they show you signs? I've I've no I've had a reading before and they actually showed the red rose. Yeah. And I think that was a symbol of love. And um so I was wondering is that like do you actually hear their voices or yeah, do you smell I, smells or all of it. I get to see, hear, smell, sense. Um so basically all your human senses that you use you use psychically as well so I like the way best way to describe it I lift into a a higher energy awareness and then I start getting slithers of information so I might get a personality and then some looks and then how they've passed away um, and then some significant messages that will mean something and I don't know what it is it's not for Mm -hmm. me to filter and I just pass through what's given and then you know sometimes I get emotions and I get swamped with those as well and um, but there's a lot of healing that goes because then you know the people that sit in front of me, um, my clients, are often looking for, you know, connection because they've got so much grief and so much loss um, and pain, you know, of missing somebody physically and they want to know that they're okay, you know, when they've passed away. I think it's, yeah, I think everyone out there, it's something that's so equal, death being so equal and so something that we... It is. We all know it's coming. Um, it's not like we were really ever given that option right from the moment we were born. It was like, hey, you know, you're born. But, And I think um, people often, if, if we dismiss the thought of there being anything else, it means that we're not going to be set up for disappointment. Um, but if we open ourselves to it, then the chances are that maybe, just maybe, this isn't it. And I've, I've known that there's been people in the past that have said, I swear I've been here before. 
I swear I've done this before. I swear I've dreamt this. I swear something has happened. And it's very cool. And I think a lot of music is written about about it, you know, and a lot of songs have gone into it because it's something we've hold on to from something before. Um, how do you find going up against people who are saying, oh, no, that's that's crap, that's not true, it doesn't happen, blah, blah, blah. How do you prove to them that, hey, listen, this, this is, a, a, you know, this is a real thing. It's not my job to prove it. It's up to spirit to do it. I mm. just deliver the messages. So I see that spirit will um, shock you and which is often by levelling and being able to clear the mind out to make you feel that you don't have all the answers mm. and then you have to start looking within, really looking within and realising that your own human mind hasn't got all the resources it needs and it's got to pick up more resources. And this ho- often happens when people go through grief. So whether that be the loss of, you know, a loved one or whether it's loss of a partner, a, you know, job, um, your health, you know, any sort of accident. And often at that point people have to turn within and go, why me? Why am I on this journey? Why am I working through this? Why hasn't this happened to anybody else? Why is this so painful? Why am I gridlocked? Mm -hmm. And it's often because the human mind doesn't have the resources to deal with the loss because it hasn't envisaged this loss coming. And when the human mind's got to go through, um, you know, picking its vision back up, I mean, it's got to get up every day and have a vision forward to get up and move out of bed. You know, it's got to have a list of things to do to be motivated and it's got to have someone to give love and and receive love from to be validated. But yet when you come over to the soul side of things, it's not like that at all. It just exists. It's Mm -hmm. there, it's love and it's it's honourable, it's trusting and it's, it's, you know, valuable for you. And so many times, you know, we get a little bit lost when we go through the grief and we lose our sense of self because we're so attached to whatever it was that we'd lost, not realising that we're more than what that event is. So is that where the whole empowerment thing comes in then? When people come to you, they're saying, hey, listen, I'm hurt and I'm really hurt and I'm missing this person really bad. I don't know how to get up every day. I don't know how to face this. How do I go on without them? Is that where you offer them the chance to to find that empowerment to get up and, and to face each day as the sun rises? Yeah, absolutely. So what actually happens on a sort of mental level when I connect someone in with their passed over loved ones, um, the... The mind starts because the vision forward is shattered. So that's why they can't get out of bed because they can't see life without, you know, this person in it Mm. or whatever grief, you know, reason that they've lost in their life. And what happens is by having a reading, it, it connects that that person's still in spirit so they can pick their pieces up and put their vision forward with that person in spirit. And I teach them or, you know, encourage them to talk to the people in spirit. They can hear you. They're like, they live amongst us. They're mm. not like they're off, you know, a thousand miles away on Mars. You know, it, they are around us all the time. I mean, I get to be able to see other people's homes, their life, the way they lay in bed, where, the way they're grieving. I, I get to see, and that's all dependent on whatever spirit shows me, but I get to see what other people you know, and uh, go through and live and what their process is so that they've got proof of afterlife. They've got proof that these people are still with them. And by having that, it then reforms their vision forward and they can go, oh, well, that's okay. You know, they're in spirit. They're not away from me. 
you know, I can move on with my life. I know that they're still there and, you know, there's more than this life. I understand. Because mm. proof of afterlife is horrendous for some people when mm. they've, especially when they've never ever experienced anything spiritually. And, you know, I, I call them psychic versions, a uh, virgin, sorry. And, you know, they come in and I'm like, they're the best ones to convert. Honestly, mm. because they then go, wow, there's so much more there. Yeah, I've had NP readings done and I think, how could you have known? There's absolutely no way you, you could have the known. Point, the point is mediums don't. Mm. We don't know. So when you sit down in front, we have no idea what's going to come down mm. because we're here to pass through the messages. We're just like a radio and a loudspeaker. It's a wave of information that comes through us to our clients. It's It's not something, you know, you need to put yourself on a pedestal with it's something that you do you're healing you and, op- and open ourselves to the possibility that maybe it just is possible that there is more beyond what we are seeing in in, in, in this world um and that comes to my next question has having like in regards to being able to to, to to tune into people like that so when you've got someone who is suffering a dv relationship and they're coming to you you're able to help guide them because you've got someone who's connected to them communicating to you and saying listen the pot they, there is hope for them just tell them to go and this direction yeah exactly so I've had um quite a few clients that have come in and and stayed with me for a few years and just coming in and eventually we end up going through the coaching process rather than you know through uh, having a reading for example so I will see the position that they're in and um help correct the process of what their thinking is to be able to evaluate their own importance in life and get their own sort of values um, up to be able to start living from those rather than being in a position of control and fear. Mm. And that makes a really fundamental difference to anyone growing and moving forward. And so when you when you're finished reading with a client and you've and you've taken this all on board the pain and the hurt and everything how do you shake it off? How do you say, okay, now I've helped that person, I need to shake this off and focus on the next client? Sounds blunt, but it's not my monkey. Not my <laughs> so you just sort of leave it all up to your spirit too? Yeah. I'm here to help people n- not to carry their load. I'm mm. here to be the shining light, to be their mentor, you know, not, mm. not to fix them but to show them how to fix themselves. And there's a really big difference, you know, in carting that load. And don't get me wrong, I get tears at times with the amount of pain that they go through. Um, I And especially when I'm getting a lot of love or support from spirit to pass mm. through, that's when I'm really affected. Yep. So, um, but, you know, having said that, I'm very, you know, empathetic. So if someone wants to contact you and they want to get in touch with you to go ahead and do this this reading and and to get some empowerment and and get some guidance what do they need to do just jump on my website i've got a booking system on there um and it's lizatherton.com and you know you can choose from the different types of appointments that you're after that will help you initially maybe even just a reading is enough just to connect in to find out what it is that you've got to do to move forward and you know get the feel of how i work you know, mm. with people helping people as well. Have you had any most memorable readings? Like anything that you quite never really did let go of that, that but it was more of a positive thing that you've held on to? You'd be yeah. surprised. I don't remember a lot of readings when someone else comes back oh. in, so they tend to get fresh readings. But there was one lady I really remember, and she's become a very good friend because she was such a sweetheart. Um, 
she had booked the appointment three weeks before because, you know, she was um, a worker on a Saturday, but she'd made this appointment and she came in and sat down, didn't know who she was or anyone, and she sat down and I said, okay, I've got a lady here and started describing her sister and she just burst into tears. And I'm like, are you okay, you know, and, you, and I was passing through all this information. Anyway, she said, yeah, my sister died at quarter to eight last night. And, oh. and I went, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And she's like, you have no idea how happy I am that I've heard what you've said. Oh, and, you know, beautiful. my tears are of happiness, you know. So she then brought all of her family members and, you know, after a little while I went, you're such a sweetheart, you know, will you be my friend? You know, she's, and she's a remedial massage up in South Perth, a uh, therapist, and um, just love her dearly. You know, she's just got a very good heart. So uh, it's amazing the people that I have connected with and, yes, you've still got the client confidentiality and you don't talk out of school, um, mm. but you can use some of the stories of other people and metaphors, you know, to help move people forward. And, you know, having going through domestic violence myself many years ago um, and watching my kids suffer as part of it was my motivation and I think that as a parent, if we're going through any form of um, mental or emotional abuse, it's really important to make sure that we're at our healthiest place Yes, for our children. That's good advice. Mm. I was going to say, what what would you suggest for, for our listeners? So I've got quite a few people listening in right now who just, I think everyone's sitting there like, oh, I need this, this, this confidence and I need this help. So... I think um, to head over and to speak to you and, and to get that guide. And say so you were a little bit of a believer in as well as in sending, obviously, messages to the universe and in return being re- re- received those ne- mes- those things back in, in positive. Yeah, I'll give you some tips on how to receive it as well. Um, the, the information that's available to us as individuals from our guides to be able to not suffer in this life um, mentally or physically and a lot of it is, you know, bound by the way that we think. So it's important to be able to review and consciously see the decisions you keep making that's keeping you stuck. And that is where I tend to help people. But the very good thing about our souls, they all speak to us, but it's being able to hear them. So I explained this process and it's so simple that we overcomplicate, you know, how our souls speak. So our mind processes, so you'll notice like even as I'm talking to you, your mind's processing and you're hearing it. Yeah, I'm getting goosebumps too. (laughs) You're you're either accepting it or rejecting it. So you're either, you know, accepting and it's going in as truth and fact or it's rejected and, Mm. you know, you choose to react to it. But when your soul, you know, speaks, it's just very subtle. It's a quiet voice. It's a very directive sort of voice. Um, It is not demanding it's not controlling it's just here's a statement here's an instruction and it's gentle and it's always done randomly it's never when you're thinking so when you this is why meditation's brilliant because yes. you can learn learn to sort of <coughs> switch the mind off and just wait for answers and the soul won't give you an answer when you're asking you know because your mind will doubt it anyway. Mm. So it's about being able to go, okay, here's here's a question, guides. This is what I need or give me some direction with this particular area and get on with whatever you're doing. And you'll notice when you're doing sort of mundane tasks, whether it be 
you know, tightening the spanner on, on a couple of nuts or whether you're out washing up in, in the kitchen or hanging washing out or sweeping floors or, or, you know, mundanely driving somewhere, you'll just get a random message and you'll go... And the best way to find out whether it's your mind or soul is just analyse whether you're thinking about it or not. Mm. And if you weren't, it's a soul's message. Yeah, and I notice that with dreams a lot. Yeah. Yeah, very much. Like I'll have certain dreams and I think, oh... And then, like, I can connect it up later on down the track and I'm like, okay, like, now it's starting to make sense because I know that when you dream, you're in a different state of consciousness and you're a lot more relaxed. I've also been told that one of the best things you can do before you go to sleep is ask a question out loud and then close your eyes because you will get your answers. And that has happened happened to me as well in the Mm. past, which is is great because um, I'm open to all these sort of things and I believe, I I think anything's possible. So um, if there's people out there that don't, that's that's fair enough. You're entitled to not believe if you don't want to believe. But for those out there who are seeking answers and and who are looking, then it's a great idea to head on over to Liz's page and and get in touch with her because I think um, we all need a sense of comfort every now and then, especially when we lose someone we love who's played an important part in our role in our life and and um, we can't imagine how what's life going to look like without them. Yeah. And um, I know my grandmother went through that with my, when my papa. She dedicated a whole life to him and to have him suddenly go, it really has has messed with her. And we often say, well, he's still here. And she knows he's still there. And mm. But... um. I think when I walk in there, I can feel him and, and I'm like, oh, he's, he's definitely around <laughs> or something happens and I'm always open to that. So I think that the opening up the possibilities and knowing that there's people like you out there that can help people is, is beautiful mm. and we should all be open to that because... Yeah, I think good mediums are becoming sort of life coaches as well. Like mm. there's been a bit of a different <coughs> shift and I'm friends with a lot of mediums as well. You know, it's not uh, an ego, you know, based sort of climb on top of each other type of industry um but I feel that a lot of you know coaches or mediums that are becoming coaches are actually trying to help people move forward in the world so Mm. you know if it's not me try and get yourself to a good medium yeah exactly and, and, and it cuts the chase on a lot of stuff and you'll be able to move forward based on you know being able to self reflect on not your faults but where you're gridlocked you know, it's not about picking, you know, pieces out of yourself. It's about being able to go, okay, well, this has happened and I've thought that way about it, but is that really the answer? Mm. And being able to reflect and, and see whether, you know, you're on the track yeah, the right so, way. Exactly. Well, we, th- we think it's awesome that you've come in today to talk about this. I think Thanks. this is a great subject. I love it. I'm, I'm very much like, oh, you know, I always look at the stars and always think there's just so much beyond that that it just has to be. It's so possible and, and so I think um, this is great. So, guys, if you'd like to check out Liz's Facebook page, I'm going to put up all the posts today with links to everything so you can head on over. If you need to ask Liz some questions, then head on over and book an appointment with her. I think um, I think you'll find the peace that you finally need. A lot of us need peace right now. Absolutely. A lot of us. Mm. So, um, And also check out her book, Get Out, Get Free. It's it looks it's going to be a really good um, opportunity for you to share it with families and friends, especially if someone, you know, needs that right now so this may be the sign that you need yeah the positive thing of um the book is i give uh some heads up about the legal processes Mm. and how easy it is actually to you know set legal boundaries if you know personal boundaries haven't been respected and how to start you know the process through family court and Mm. understanding all of the different processes because it feels like a minefield in legal because we're not all experienced in it no 
you know? No, and that's what people need. They need help. It can be very overwhelming. Mm. Very overwhelming. So thank you so much for coming in and talking to us oh, today. It's, it's been an absolutely wonderful. So, yes, guys, I'm going to put some posts up. I want you guys to check it out. Um, head on over to the page. If you know someone that could use Liz's help, then, well, yeah, please go over and, and book an appointment. I'm, I think that she will offer you a lot of peace. Get, so. get the book free online if you need it. Yes, definitely. All right. So for, now I'm going to put out a song on and I'll be back soon with the last half an hour. Don't forget at 12 o'clock. We have coffee with Caro. For the community, Inspire Radio.